Refresh. Good Monday morning. How's it going today, guys? I hope you guys have been doing really, really, really well. Just give me one sec. I'm sorry. Yo, I'm back. <laughs> so um, I'm trying this new setup, and um, I usually record whenever Zach is here. It, it's just a whole lot easier. But um, I just want to – I have such a great word for you guys today. But before we jump into that, how are you guys doing today? You doing all right? So good to see all of you. So good to be here with all of you here today. Welcome back to another episode of Refresh Podcast. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. It was just truly – Holy Spirit filled, and it was just really encouraging. It was just super, super radical, and um, I really did not want to get off the mic at all. Um, I really just wanted to stay on mic for for so long, um, but I had to kind of force myself off um, for the sake of your ears. Um, so, how's your morning going so far? Are you guys doing well? And did did you get the kids off to school, or, or maybe you're bringing them right to school right now, and you're listening to this? If so, hey kids, how's it going? How you doing? If you don't have kids, then um, how are you today? I hope you got your coffee. If you're not a coffee drinker, I hope you got your breakfast. If you did, so uh, quick story time. So recently, I helped my company open a new store in um, about an hour and nineteen minutes away from where I live, and uh, so I had to be up extremely early. They wanted me there for six, so I had to be up around three, get ready at four, and then roll out. You know, to to the store. So um, I thought it'd be a great idea to go and get McDonald's for breakfast. So, you know, I figured, hey, I'm ahead of schedule, so I may as well whip into, you know, McDonald's. They'll help me catch up for any time, right? Because we all know that McDonald's takes a sweet old time. Uh, they help us develop the fruits of the spirit for patients. And uh, so, you know, I whipped in and um, I ordered a sausage McGriddle. Excuse me. Um I a sausage McGriddle with a Tropic Berry Sprite. And so I whipped in and um, I, I was waiting for my food and I finally got it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to wait to eat this um, <clears throat> once I get closer to where I'm going. Because um, I was actually taking a company vehicle. So once I got the company vehicle, I went gas up. And as I was rolling out, I'm on the road. So I started eating my meal. And um, it, it got to as soon as I turned my exit where I had this this overwhelming urge to release what I've just eaten. And uh, and it, it was intense. And um, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. Oh, yeah, breakfast. Um, so I was going to say, I hope that your breakfast is nothing like that and that you're able to contain the blessing that you just digested. So jumping into the message that we're talking about today, we're going to talk about complaining. What? I know, right? Complaining. How many of you guys have been there before where maybe there's someone in your life, um, specifically someone that, that, that looks back at you in the mirror <laughs> and says, you know, and, and just complains? Have you ever been out to eat with someone at a restaurant and all they do is complain? All they, Man, this food's cold. Man, this isn't the right meal. Man, I wish this was more. Man, this is so expensive. Man, the the waitress is taking forever to bring my food. They brought my they brought your food already. Where's my food? Or you know, maybe it's your kids, and your kids are like, man, mom, you know, man, dad, like, you don't do enough for me. You just bought me this new toy. You bought me these new clothes, but it's just not good enough. And you know, I, I want to watch this show on Netflix. I, I want to eat this. I want this. And, and how often in this life 
if we were honest with ourselves, have we complained? Have we said something, you know, maybe we complained to God. You know, I know that I found myself there before being whiny and and complaining and, and just not being satisfied with anything that I had been given in my life. You know, I live a really cool life, guys. I, I'm not even going to lie. The Lord has blessed, blessed me in so many ways that I can count. Um, I, I just want you to know that I'm not the richest person around. You know, I don't have a whole lot of money and, and I'm terrible at saving money. But, you know, I can guarantee you that the joy of the Lord is no stranger to my heart. And um, it's just been so grateful to be able to live that way, you know, because I know that money is a tool that is needed to survive. But for me, money is not something that shapes my life. It's not something that, you know, if I have it, awesome. If I don't have it, you know, I'll, I'll survive. It's no big deal. Um, but it's, it's so cool to be able to live this way. And, but I mean, getting there, um, there was plenty of times that I've complained, you know, there's been times where I've been around my friends and they're all getting girlfriends and they're all getting engaged and they're all getting married. And I had the mindset of God, what are you doing? You know, like I'm faithful to you, man. Like I I've been upholding all your standards, man. Like I've been being righteous and where's mine, you know, like where's my opportunity? Where, where's my girlfriend? You know, like what's going on? And it's just really, um, you know, complaining brings your heart to such a place that is just so gnarly, you know, <laughs> like I hate being that person that complains about stuff, you know, and, and, and I'm sure it's, it's even worse to hear it. So why am I talking about complaining today? Well, I was sitting down in my personal time and I was just reading this book called Grace is Greater by Kyle Oudman. And if you've never checked out anything by Kyle Oudman, truly just recommend it to you. And um, so as I was reading in this chapter, it was talking about more peaceful than your disappointments because disappointments and complaining go hand in hand. Whenever you're disappointed, you complain. You know, I'm disappointed in my food. I'm complaining. I'm disappointed in what I don't have in my life. I'm going to complain. Um, the disappointments is the source and the complaining is the byproduct of that source. So it, uh, the scripture in Exodus 16, verse 2 through 3, it says, in the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out here into the desert to starve this entire assembly to death. So why are they complaining? And I'm going to highlight that for you guys. I'm going to I'm going to show you why in the world are the Israelites complaining. So here the Israelites are and they're in slavery. They're in bondage to Pharaoh and, and the Egyptians. And Moses steps forward and says, you know what? I've been sent here to set you free. I've been sent here to lead you to a place of liberation, to lead you to a place of absolute freedom, the way that God has intended for you to live. And so immediately that creates a picture in the, in the minds of the Israelites of what that freedom looks like. And they're like, man, like, that's great. Like, we're basically going to have the life that we have here, but we won't have Pharaoh breathing down our necks. We won't have Pharaoh, you know, disciplining us in harsh ways. We won't have Pharaoh here abusing us and mistreating us and yelling at us and hurling insults. We're going to have a better leader. We're going to have a stronger leader. We're going to have a more wise leader. And we're going to have a greater life than this here. So they're all excited. Like, sweet. We're super excited. We cannot wait to leave Egypt. We cannot wait to see what the Lord has intended for us on the other side. 
And so they get super hyped. So whenever Moses comes in several times and says, let my people go. And then Pharaoh says, nah, man. And he says, let my people go. And he says, nah, man. So finally, whenever he lets the people go and, you know, Pharaoh says, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. Go after them. Let's stop them. Let's get those people back. And, you know, God performs the miracle with the Red Sea and drowning the, the army in the Red Sea. See, these are all things that, that God did for these Israelites, his chosen people, to set them up, to build an investment for their future, and to really just pave the road before them. So God did all of these things before they're complaining right here, right? So this is where they're at right now. They're in the wilderness following after the leadership style of Moses and Aaron. Sorry, my dear friends, I didn't want to burp in your ear. <laughs> so, but they follow the leadership of Moses and Aaron, and suddenly that picture of what their life would be like outside of Egypt isn't exactly what they thought it would be. And then they end up finding their their disappointments begin to surface their their expectations begin to be lowered and and begin to not meet to the criteria that they thought it should so what ends up happening here is the expectations of the life that they would have outside of egypt isn't met and because it's not met it brings disappointments and because they're disappointed they start complaining they start saying stuff to Moses and Aaron like, man, this stinks. I don't like being here. This is not what I thought it would be. If I knew it'd be like this, I would have stayed with Pharaoh. Moses, when are we going to eat? Moses, I'm hungry. My kid's hungry. Can we have food? Where's our food? And what they didn't really realize, these people complaining, is like, they're not the only ones here. Like, There's a multitude of people here. Bible says that there's there's millions of people following the leadership of Moses and Aaron through the wilderness. So they had a lot of people to be accountable for. There's it's kind of hard to do just show attention to one of those millions of people without speaking to the group as a whole. But here they are in the wilderness and they're complaining in verse two and verse three. And they're, they're like, man, we should have stayed in Egypt because at least we were sitting around pots of meat and, and pots of fruit. And, you know, it would, life was great there. I want to bring to your mind today, how many times has God showed up and showed off in our lives? How many times has God stepped forward? and done something radical for us and done something amazing for us how many times has god stepped forward he has set us free from things that we were dealing with and that we were in bondage to and he took those things he broke the chains and made a way of freedom even more so he, the enemy our enemy was coming after us and god made a way opened the path before us drowned our enemies and, and made a way but see, our problem is we have this expectation of thinking that this is the way that things are to be. And this is the way things are to be done. It was like I was listening to the Stephen Furtick message the other day. And he was saying this. He was saying that so often, you know, he says, uh, stop doing the thing. The, uh, I'm sorry. Hang on. He says, stop doing things the way you think they ought to be done. Because you're called to be the voice. You're not called to be the message. And that's how it has to be, guys. It's like, we need to be the mouthpiece for God. You know, we're not called to be the mouth. We're not called to be, 
you know, God himself. We're called to be his mouthpiece. We're called to be the very thing that projects him, that that brings him to attention, that he plays the foreground and we pay, play the background. That's how it ought to be. So here it is in the wilderness, you know, the, the expectations of these Israelites start to fade and they start to fall and suddenly life isn't anything that they thought it would should be. So what happens is the enemy starts tempting them and the enemy starts bringing to their mind that immediately right after God had done something amazing, the enemy says, man, don't you remember how your life was in Egypt? And they're like, yeah, that was kind of nice. Don't you remember the meat? Yeah, that was kind of nice. Don't you remember the veggies? Yeah, that was kind of nice. Hey, you know what, Moses, uh, this is cool and all, but I, I think I'm going to go back to Egypt. I think I'm going to go back and put the shackles on, put the bondage on, because you know what? At least I know where my meal is coming from. At least I have some sort of security out here. I'm in I'm in the unknown. I, I don't know what's going to happen next, and it's driving me nuts. How many times, guys, have we been like that? How many times do we find ourselves in this moment where God has just did something huge for us, and God has just did something absolutely phenomenal for us, and immediately after God does something phenomenal for us, the enemy steps in and the enemy wants to take our focus off of what God did and start putting it back on who we used to be. And he starts saying, man, you remember how that alcohol tasted, man. You remember how cool that club was popping. Hey, and you remember the abs on that dude. Hey man, you rem you remember how hot that chick was, you know? Hey man, you remember how much you liked that, that horror movie. Hey man, you remember how fun it was to curse. And he starts bringing all of your, your shenanigans up and he starts stirring up all of the things that you were in your life of sin before God stepped forward and redeemed you. And you say, man, you know, that was really cool. And that was really good. You know what, God, I, this is fun and all, but you know, I'm gonna go back to Egypt because at least I knew this. At least I knew where this is going because we're so scared of being in the wilderness because we, we're not in control and we don't know what happens next. But guys, I'm here to encourage you today to stop complaining. Put the complaining aside. Stop being disappointed and, and crucify your expectations because your expectations are going to limit God and what he's going to do for you in your life. It's time you stop putting a limit on God because he's limitless. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you so much for this dear viewer. God, I thank you for this opportunity to speak to your people here today. God, I pray that you'd use this message to encourage and to help equip. God, that we can stop complaining, Lord, whenever things get tough, whenever things get hard and don't go our way. Father, I just rebuke our disappointments and I just command every person, Lord, that's listening that has expectations that do not follow up with your alert word, God. Father, I just pray that you would help them to crucify their expectations and the way they think things should be done. And God, that you would help them to just beat their body like they beat the wind into submission and to follow after you. God, I just thank you for who you are. God, I thank you for what you do. God, I thank you for your sovereignty. God, I thank you for the gifts that you have for us. God, I thank you for setting us free from the Egypts in our life. God, I thank you for drowning our enemies in the sea uh, that was red. God, I thank you for preparing the path before us. God, I thank you for bringing us through the wilderness, Lord. Father, that although there is a multitude of people that you're leading through the wilderness, God, I thank you that you still have enough time to focus on me. God, I thank you for your provision. God, I thank you that although it doesn't look like the way I think it should look, God, I thank you that your sight is better, that your perspective is better, and that your perception is far greater than anything I can ever have. God, I love you. 
And Father, we give you glory and honor and praise for all that you do, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sweet guys, thank you so much for joining me here today on Refresh Podcast. It's been super rad just chilling with you and just reflecting on the greatness of our Savior. And if you have not done so, then make sure you follow us on Anchor FM. Follow us on any podcast that you might be listening to, any podcast platform. Um, we do have um, supporter, um, um, how to listener support, excuse me. We do have listener support available here on um, F, Anchor FM. If you just really like the ministry of Refresh Podcasts and you would just like to contribute financially, you can do that on here on Anchor FM. I'm not sure how, but I know you can. Um, you know, if you feel led to give money, then do it. But, you know, I really just want you to lend your ears and just open your heart so God can minister to you. So this has been Refresh Podcast with your boy, the Muffin Man, where Christ goes before us so we can bring you another refreshing word. Love you guys so much, and I cannot wait to be back with you next Monday. Take it easy, stay beautiful, and have a good rest of your day.